From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. This is part two in our new series, Navigate the Pandemic Together. Today, we're talking about how introverts approach this season. And here's a quote from Susan Cain that says, solitude matters. And for some people, it is the air they breathe. If you're a true introvert, you know that that is the case. And we're going to be digging into that on today's show. But first, we start each show with a hug. And a hug is an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the One Family, someone whose marriage looks a lot different today than it did when they first started with the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. And this hug comes from an email that we had received that started with, wow, what a month. We did it. Love it. And just FYI, for those of you who are new, who have been here for a long time or just started to join us. A we did it is when you complete a sex challenge of mm-hmm. any duration. It could be seven days, 10 days, 14 days, 21 days, 30, 100 days. Whatever that is, your we did it. We love hearing them. Absolutely. And this starts with it's 23 years and six children since we said our I do's and our I wills to each other. And we mm-hmm. have never looked back. Just as a side note, if you listen to Tuesday's show, you know that couple had been married for 35 years. So in the span of two shows this week, we have almost 60 years of marriage and two we did it. Yes. Super exciting. Love it. He goes on to say, my wife loves your podcast and enjoys sharing them with me. She told me of the 30-day challenge, but I wasn't sure if I had that much stamina. So we opted to have sex every other night and do something intentional with each other on the other night from cuddling, watching a movie, or just talking before falling asleep. We had sex at least 15 to 16 times in the 30 days. That's it. We tried surprising each other by grooming down there. Mm-hmm. It was my first time. Not a good idea, though, in the middle of a sex challenge. <laughs> yeah. It's been a good month to try the challenge with the stress of running our own business and working long hours. It has kept my focus on what is most important in my life, my wife and family. It's called a challenge because it is a challenge. Outside pressures can pull you apart from your loved ones. It takes constant effort to keep the passion of love flowing between you. The challenge helped me see myself where I am lacking in being a supportive and caring husband. And I want to continue the challenge of staying closely connected for the rest of my life. Yep. I love it. And, and, that, and there you go. There's a we did it. Not every day straight, but mm-hmm. 15 out of 30, taking those other nights to cuddle, connect in some way, shape, or form. And wait to go, you guys, because it is a lifelong journey. Yeah. I mean, this marriage that we're on is a journey. It's not something we do and then we just let it go. It's continuously growing and pouring into one another. And that's part of the reason why we're doing this series on navigating the pandemic. It's learning and growing and learning and growing who your spouse is and what that looks like when circumstances change, right? We're all in this place of going, okay, you know what, what does life look like now when we're under stay at home orders, when there's quarantine, when it's only essential workers and things like that. And this actual, this show introverts and the one that's going to come next week on extroverts actually came out of a conversation that was happening in the position of the month club as these couples were talking about how they were each handling this time Mm -hmm. so differently and what they were seeing in their spouse. And we'd originally thought, in all honesty, that we were just going to do one show that was going to combine 
the two. Like mm-hmm. it was just going to be introverts you know, versus extroverts or introverts and extroverts. And we realized as the comments... Yeah, I don't think it's a versus. I think it's an. It's an and. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not a versus. But as we started seeing the responses come in from the IG stories, and for those of you that don't know, that's where we connect with you. We ask questions. And so you can follow us at One Extraordinary Marriage over there on Instagram. And from time to time, you'll see us ask questions. But as these responses were coming in, we realized, okay, this is actually really struck a nerve with people. Mm-hmm. And in 10 years of shows, we've never done a show, pandemic related or not, that dealt with looking at the the impact of being an extrovert or being an introvert, uh, what that looks like in your marriage. And, and I was going to say, that there's a number of different options that can happen here as well. I mean, mm-hmm. you can be introvert or introvert, introvert, extrovert, 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 like what is it? An extrovert, introvert, like you, you have introvert, extrovert in tendencies, but you also like your introvertness. And then, I mean, introvert, extra. So there's, and, and then it's both ways. Right. So it's not just, Hey, I'm an, I'm an introvert. Here I am. This is the way it's going to be. No, you are. And yet your spouse could also be that introvert. And so how do you guys come together during mm-hmm. this time? Or your spouse could be an extrovert where they're like, Hey, I'm stuck in here, but I'm still going to be like, I, got, I still got to do my stuff. Like I still got to have my relationships. I still need to be running around. I still need to talk to people. A lot of different scenarios going on. Make sure you understand that. Pick yours for your marriage. Right. And if you are an extrovert and you're listening to this show and you're like, ah, you know, it's a show on introverts. Don't turn it off. Right. Because you may be married to an introvert that is having to navigate this season, or you may have friends who are introverts and they're trying to figure this all out within their marriage and you can actually share the show with them. Yeah, so, exactly. So don't just turn it off and be like, oh, it doesn't apply to me. I, I do want to do a quick distinction here just between introvert and extrovert and sort of what, what, how we're defining it for the purpose of these two shows. An introvert is someone who recharges by being alone, who likes the quiet, likes just to be able to rest and relax. An extrovert recharges by being around others. Mm-hmm. You know, the busier, the better, the relationships, the face-to-face. I don't know if it's busier, the better uh, it, for me. Because engaged. I, yeah. Engaged. It's engagement. Bus- busy wears me out. Yes. Being, being with others, that recharges me. Yes. So any guesses on what Tony is? <laughs> Just hearing that? Any well, it, 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 it's interesting because when we do the one ex- or the one marriage conference, mm-hmm. people always look at us, especially those who come to the VIP dinner with us and hang out with us. They always ask me, they're like, oh my gosh, are you tired? And I, and I think to myself like, no. I'm like, why would I be tired? Well, you just spent like eight hours up on stage and now you're here eating with us and you're, you're going from table to table. And I'm like, no, this is great. Like I'll, I can go. Tony's like the Energizer Benny. I'm like, I could go all day long. Get me As soon as I'm done with that though, as soon as we're in the car, it, it's like, boo, I'm done because I don't have that engagement mm-hmm. with folks. So it's like, all right, I'm done. I hit my, I hit my wall. But if I'm with you, I'm going. <laughs> So true. And if you've been, if you've been to a conference, you know, he is like, I should have him come out on stage one time in an Energizer Bunny outfit. No. That, that would be fun. Just banging your drum. But you know, we're in this place in time when people have been told to quarantine, stay at home and, and to minimize contacts with other contact with others. And, you know, so many people and, you know, I've seen all these different memes going about how this must be an introvert's dream, right? You know, like a few of you said, I, I don't have to make small talk now. No one's judging me for staying home. I get to go at my own play, pace. I don't have to be rushing to get somewhere. I get to do what I want to do, like all in the confines of my own space. And, and that's what a lot of the memes were. And, and, 
as we're talking through this, I think you're going to see just how this impacts marriage and what it looks like and how you can actually support the introverts Mm -hmm. that are in your life. But first, I mean, obviously Tony just kind of really shared there about how the fact is that he is an extrovert, Mm -hmm. 100%. Like he's just like, go more people, more better. I will text people 25 times a day. I want to be, I don't know if I text him that much, but, but even in this time, I am very conscious of making sure that I am texting my buddies, mm-hmm. that I'm reaching out, that I am calling folks, that I'm having that contact with people because I didn't when it first sort of hit and I was getting all discombobulated. I, I just I was I was a little frazzled mm-hmm. And then I just had to get into my rhythm of making sure I was texting guys, um, calling them up, hey, what's going on? How you doing? And that sort of settled me down. So I, on the other hand, of the two of us, am definitely much more introverted. I you know, Even preparing for the show, I'm like, what would I classify myself as? Because I love seeing all of you. Like Tony was saying, when we're at the one conference, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. I love being around my groups of people, but I do have this introverted tendency. And so I mm-hmm. told him, I said, I'm really like an extroverted introvert. Where you which know, is which is a distinction. It is a distinction, absolutely. And you know, because I love people, but I definitely like I. We have a chair in our bedroom, and that's like my chair. And I will go there, and I'll do my reading, and I'll do my devotionals there. And I like that quiet time. And every night that's before bed, bubble. I'm like, yeah. So, so I have both of those, um, and, and I'm less likely to be the one to like just reach out and send a text message. And you know, although. At the prompting of my husband, I am getting better at this. I'm learning and it is a good thing. It is a good thing. I just don't enjoy always doing it through technology, like mm-hmm. the phone and text messages. I would like, you want to do coffee? I'm all over it. Just connecting through it, like the phone or the text just doesn't do it for me. It's not that interpersonal relationship that I crave so much with people. Yeah. And Elise and I definitely, I think together, we love the one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. We love the seeing people hugging people, you know, being able to just hang out with people. I mean, we've done numerous walks and talks with um, newly marrieds uh-huh. that we know. It's like our favorite. Yeah. And it's just like these these newly marrieds who've been married maybe six months to a year. And we'll just say, hey, if you want to come with us on a Saturday morning and come out, we'll do a walk and talk and we'll do breakfast together. It's one of our one of our favorite things and one of the things we will get back to doing for sure as soon as all this is lifted because that is a a place for us to connect and mm-hmm. and why we have the one marriage conference and once this all gets lifted we'll be doing those again too absolutely and you know even though this could seem like an introvert's dream like the most perfect situation like you just have to stay in your home and you don't have to be places and all this kind of stuff it was interesting as we started digging into this and looking at the one family just how much harder that this is for the introverts Mm -hmm. in your world, because, you know, it's nice not to have, you know, to have the luxury of not having to leave the house. Or as one wife said, you know, this is perfect because I don't have to put on a makeup or wear a bra. And I'm like, amen to that. (laughs) Like, that's a good thing. But there are a lot of challenges for those who are introverts in this season, because, you know, little things like just because you can't go to work doesn't mean that you don't have to do work and that people don't want you on Zoom all day long. I mean, we had a day last week where I counted it up. I had eight different Zoom calls. That, that's, I don't care who you are. That's a lot, mm-hmm. right? And so there's, there's that constant outpouring of, you know, mental energy and, and, and exhaustion that comes from that. Your family, if you're an introvert and your family is around all of the time, you're struggling to get that alone time. 
you know, you're just like, okay, like, where do I get the opportunity to recharge? Some of you actually, you know, if you're an introvert, you have extroverts in your family who are like, I need connection. I want to be in your space. Let's talk. Let's do something like I want to have a play date and I want to, you know, talk to you and I want to, you know, and so you're having to manage that. You deal with that. And at the same time, you're like, but I need it quiet. Mm-hmm. I need the downtime. The routine looks different right now, which is, can be a struggle for introverts where they just like know the rhythm and know the schedule. Um, and like I was just saying a few minutes ago, they don't get to connect with the key people that are really important to them. Those key relationships that are like, okay, you know what? They may not like to be around people all the time, but there are a few people in their lives that, you know, whether it's family or friends that they're just like, ah, like when I connect with you, it recharges me. And, and being able to do that over technology, it's a substitute, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feed them in the same way. And you know, I think what was really interesting to me as digging through a lot of this research too within the one family is that for a lot of introverts, the quiet time can actually become a burden because that's where it's so quiet now that the the ability or the amount of time that can be dedicated to being in this place of worry or stress or fear getting, as one person said, it's just, I'm stuck in my head all the time now. Because they're having too much time is what you're Mm -hmm. saying. Okay. Too much time and not that interaction. You know, it's like, okay, well work's not, you know, as demanding and I don't have the commute and I don't have these other things that, that maybe an energy drain, but at least my brain has to be engaged there. Now I'm like, sitting with me all day long. Mm, okay. Right. And so that those thoughts there, or, or even, you know, as one person or a number of you said, there's a confinement, even though you like to be in your space, there are things that you do that are recharges to you, like getting to the gym or being able to go for a walk or get out in nature that like, I know even for us, you know, California has closed trails and beaches and, you know, to the point where they're actually finding people like you could mm-hmm. be sitting in your car, you know, watching the sunset and, and because of the stay at home order, people are being fine. So things that Tony and I would do like almost every Saturday, you alluded Mm -hmm. to it a few minutes ago, we're on the beach doing a walk and talk and and not being able to do that changes, you know, how, how we feel, how we are interacting with one another, what we're doing. And so it's these types of things. And I loved it that one person even said, you know, just missing, just missing the quiet time and, I love this because it said, my only time alone is when I go to the bathroom. And I just remember when our kids were little that we didn't even get time to ourselves in the bathroom because there would be the fingers that would come under the door that were wiggling like, mommy, mommy, do you see me? And I'm thinking, oh. And so we have to remember that even though there can be a lot of benefits in this time to the introverts, that if if you are an introvert or you love one, that the season can actually be a place of of feeling disconnected or overwhelmed. And so it's so important to look at this and just to gain all this knowledge from the show and say, okay, how do I best connect with the introverts in my life? How do I best understand what it is that they need? And that's what we want to talk about coming up here. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. 
I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I do want to say before we jump into this that you need to know that Tony and I are so grateful for how you trust us with your lives and how you choose to be vulnerable, right? Well, we'll, we'll put a question out on Instagram and it never, it never ceases to humble me and remind me what a gift the one family is when we mm-hmm. see the answers that come in. Because when I asked, you know, for the introverts, I was like, what is the biggest challenge for you? What is it that you want your spouse to know? And so if you are married to an introvert, I just like, you know, your ears should be perking up because this is what your spouses want you to know. And maybe they can't say it to you because they just don't have the words, or maybe they don't know how to say it because it just seems like there's so much spinning right now. But please pay attention to what's coming up because there are things that your introvert spouse wants you to know. Like there are all the good things, right? But a lot of them are struggling. You know, it kind of like fell into four main categories. And one was time right? They, they need the quality time together. Yes. I will tell you, Tony and I are together pretty much. I would venture to say in some capacity, we're in the same house, probably 23 and a half hours a day. Except Mm -hmm. when he's like running to the post office or one of us has to run to the grocery store or something like that. Just because we occupy the same four walls in our home does not mean that the time that we spend together is quality time. We just happen to be in proximity with one another. Mm-hmm. And we have had to, we've had to de- deal with that mm-hmm. and figure that out. So what does that look like? Because when we're just in the house together in the same proximity, or maybe we even just are in the kitchen because we're doing a little break time, is that necessarily quality time for us? And does that fill Elisa being the introvert more so than myself, obviously, um, does that fill her? Does that give her that time that she needs with me? Mm-hmm. And best way to know what your spouse needs in terms of quality time, ask them. Mm-hmm. Because what might work for me may not work for your husband or wife. So don't assume, ask. When it comes to time, they also need time to decompress. Whether that's going for a drive, going to the grocery store, just getting time to you know sweat in the home gym or just do a workout or do something. Ask them what they need in order to decompress and have quiet time. Mm-hmm. And then together as a team, figure out how the two of you are going to make that happen. Because this, this whole season, navigating the pandemic as a married couple happens as the two of you are on the same team and as you're working together. The next thing that they need is moral support and patience. You know, th- that comes from the fact and I mentioned it a, l- a few minutes ago that they're spending a lot of time thinking about the what ifs 
and they're worrying and they're feeling stressed. So how can you invite them into this space where you're demonstrating the patience to them? You're, you're giving them space to share what's going on or simply being there with them you know, to break that cycle of, okay, what are you thinking about? Because all the what ifs are spinning through your head. And it's like, let's interrupt that cycle. You know, you can ask them what they're thinking. That's what a few of them said. Just ask me. Don't just assume that I want to be quiet and I want to be by myself. I may actually be, you know, spinning into this, like all these dark thoughts and I need you to engage me, interrupt that for me. Yeah. And if it's getting nice where you are, you know, get outside, you know, get, get a log on the fire pit. If you can do that, or maybe it's inside, do something that maybe you're still at home, but at least you're not in the four walls. Mm. Do you have a porch or a patio that you can just sit on? You know, can you, can you get away and not get away in the sense of outside the four walls of being inside? Is there something that you can just go do? Lay a blanket on the grass. If it's nice and warm somewhere right now here in San Diego, it has been rain showers. I mean, we're, we're having one of the rainiest seasons I can remember. And I grew up here in Southern California and it, it's just one of those things that I'd love to be outside. Mm-hmm. It's just wet and rainy. And for us Californians, we don't like to go out in the rain. So that's not like, I can't sit in the fire pit. When, but that's us the fire pit. for you. I mean, we, we, I've seen some of you who are like in Wisconsin in the middle of winter with fire pits and you guys are bundled up, but go do it. Like, if that's what you got to do, then make it happen. Oh, I can't. I'm not going to get out yeah, there when it's not that. cold. Not. And I, I want to just, you know, if you identify as an introvert, if you're like, yeah, this is me, then you also have an active role in, in connecting with your spouse, right? They're, they don't know what's going on inside your head. They don't know what you need. As we get to share these last two areas, key areas, you just have to remember that if they ask you what you're thinking, if they ask how they can help you, you have to have the courage inside of you to say, this is what I need. Mm-hmm. How can we make it happen together? Because if you don't say anything, then it's kind of on you if things don't change. Because they can't, they don't know. And they don't know specifically in this pandemic season what may have shifted that you absolutely need to have. Mm. Another area that, that you know, the introverts said they want their spouse to know about was about their need for connection. Okay. Whether that's in conversation, whether that's in romance, like how do you romance when you're together all the time? Mm-hmm. Takes a little creativity. Uh, it's, it still means having sex and touch. Like they need to know that you see them, that they're there. Date nights, getting creative with those date at homes, those dates at home, mm-hmm. right? What does that look like for the two of you? Just because you're together all the time and just because we're under stay at home orders does not mean that you can't date your spouse, that you can't plan something, that you can't say, yeah, so after the kids go to bed or Saturday afternoon, you and me, we're going to have a date on the back patio or we're going to go, you know, like all those memes now, they're like, you know, I'm going to take a trip to the kitchen today or I'm going to take a trip to the dining Set up, Set up a fancy dinner in the dining room. Mm-hmm. You're eating at home anyhow. Get takeout and put it on the fancy table in the dining room. We have a, we have a great guide helping you to figure out and decide on those fun date at home ideas that are best for you guys, you can go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash date at home. Another thing in terms of a connection is that your introverted spouses need you to be with them. This kind of falls into the quality time thing, but when you're not on your phone, 
right? Because when you're, when you're scrolling, when your eyes are down, they don't feel like they've actually, they're actually engaging with you. And so that doesn't feed their needs. It doesn't, or it doesn't meet their needs. It doesn't feed that connection, that sense of, oh, I'm spending time with you. It's just like, oh yeah, they're on their phone. And I will tell you this because there've been many times when Tony's been looking at his phone and from the beginning of the year, you guys have heard us talk about this. If he, if we're having a conversation and I see that he is more focused on his phone than on me, I will just get quiet. I'll just stop she talking. She does. Stop talking. The last area that the introvert said they want their spouses to know about is just the sense of understanding. The, the, they want to be able to have their spouses understand that this time is hard for them. Well, it may look really good. And for a lot of introverts, they're like, this is epic. This is awesome. I'm not complaining. But if your introverted spouse is struggling, it could be because of all the what ifs and the thoughts that are going through their head and not having that time. And so how do you communicate your understanding? And it may even be like, how can I demonstrate, you know, ask the question, how can I show you that I understand what you're going through? What is it that you need me to understand about this season? What am I not grasping? Because while you may be an extroverted spouse or you may be more extroverted than your spouse, invite them to explain what's going on in them. Can I just share too, because Elisa does end up on that introvert spectrum as well. I have had to learn just, this is just me. When, when she's in that chair, she needs that space. And I didn't realize that until we began to talk about that, that she's just sort of like, this is my bubble. This is where I recharge. Just, and, and so even if I come into the room and I want to say something or share something and she's on that chair, I've learned to just go, hey, you know what? It's cool. It can wait. It's not a like, unless, unless you know, if it's an emergency, I got it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let her know that. And, and yet, even for myself, just going, ah, okay, I, I understand why that's, that's needed for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to get in there and just be like, Hey, well now you got to listen to me right now because I have this thing on top of my head, which I would do. And it would just frustrate her in, in the conversation wouldn't go well. So I had to learn to go, ah, okay, this is a recharging moment for you. This is a place for you to just get some of your downtime for your own thinking. Got it. Mm-hmm. Cool. When you're done, we, we can talk. And it can be as simple as that folks. I, I'm not, well, we're giving you different different places. Not each one is going to be exactly for you and your spouse, you know, between the time, moral support, connection, understanding. It may be just one of those. For me, it was an understanding. Mm -hmm. What does this time look like? Oh, okay, cool. Boom. Fixed it in my mind. That was, that was sort of like a fix Mm -hmm. and we're good with it and we're moving on. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's going to be different for everybody. I mean, some of them, you know, some folks said in terms of understanding that they just need to feel validated during Mm -hmm. this time. You know, if you know your spouse is an introvert and you know that it's hard for them having the kids around all the time or having to be both employee and homeschool teacher and, you know, housekeeper and all of this kind of stuff, or, you know, just dealing with having little people around all, acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. Honey, I know this is hard for you. Right. It, it doesn't mean you have to have a solution. It's just the, the acknowledgement and the understanding and the validation of, yeah, I get it. And, and then some even mentioned just an appreciation. I see that you're, I see that you're making the most, you know, you're trying really hard to juggle all of this because here's the thing. Those words go a long way to interrupting the thoughts 
that they may have on repeat inside their head. And you don't know that until you actually say it. But this is where, you know what, if you're an introvert and you need your spouse to understand what's going on with you and you haven't had the words, this may be the show that you actually share with them and say, hey, can you just take a listen to this? And then maybe we'll have a conversation after, right? It it could be the introduction to being able to share your heart. And and if you're married to an introvert and you're listening to this show and you're like, huh, I wonder if this is what's been going on in our marriage for the last few weeks, then it might be, it might be an opportunity to say, I listened to the show. Mm -hmm. Can, can we talk about a few of these things that I heard? And, and I just want to see if that's playing out with you. Maybe, maybe like Tony said, it's not all four of them. Like you don't need to, you know, do it like a massive overhaul or a massive, you know, in all of these areas, but to say, which one of these areas do you really need me to be aware of? And then it becomes this opportunity to connect and to actually take your marriage to a deeper space as the two of you navigate the pandemic. Yeah. Don't forget little steps over time make huge gains. And so something like this, where we're looking at introverts and extroverts, and and again, hey, we don't know the dynamic. It could be the husband who's the introvert, the the wife who's the extrovert, uh, vice versa, whatever it may be, that's your dynamic in your marriage. But again, little steps over time make big gains. And so that's what you're looking at when when we're looking at something like this, personality types of, of an introvert or an extrovert. And join us next week as we continue this Navigate the Pandemic pandemic together series because we're going to jump into part three which is all about extroverts hopefully you guys can take this use it to learn where you guys are at right now and beyond this isn't just for pandemic times this is for all time because marriage is a journey that we're going to continue to be on after this is over you guys have yourselves a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week love you guys